0: Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about one of the most famous socialites of the 20th century. Her hobbies included racing powerboats, owning a women-led garage, and collecting rare dolls on her private islands. Please welcome the one, the only, Jo Carstairs. Joe was born Mary and Barbara Carstairs in London in 1900. She was the daughter of Fanny Evelyn Bostwick, an American heiress to the Standard Oil fortune. Her father was Captain Albert Carstairs, a Scottish army officer. Joe was barely born before Albert and Fanny divorced, and some biographers have doubted whether Albert was Joe's biological father. Throughout Joe's childhood, she and her mother lived tumultuous and often conflicting lives. Fanny was an alcoholic and a drug addict and remarried four times. Her last marriage was to a surgeon famous for his unique rejuvenation practices, which involved transplanting monkey testicle tissue into humans. Meanwhile, Joe grew up bucking every gender norm she encountered. Especially those behaviors deemed suitable for a young oil heiress like herself. Jo would later claim she came out of the womb queer. By the age of 11, she'd taken to wearing men's clothes, rejected other practices deemed feminine, and traded her given name, Marion, for the more masculine Jo. Before Jo could enter secondary school, her mother shipped her off to a Connecticut charm school in the hopes that Joe would pick up high society customs. But by the time she turned 16, Joe broke out of boarding school and enlisted as an ambulance driver in World War I. Displeased with her daughter's behavior, Fanny threatened to cut Joe off financially unless she straightened up and got married. In 1918, Joe married a French aristocrat and childhood friend. Three years later, Fanny died. Jo took her money, annulled her marriage, and was back to living under the Carstairs name as a liberated heiress. Jo used her money to start a women-only car service. She called it X-Garage. It consisted entirely of women drivers and mechanics and also functioned as a car hire service. Customers included veterans and widowers of war, as well as London's elite. Joe lived above the garage, sometimes accompanied by friends and lovers. But cars proved too tame for Joe. In 1925, she funneled at least half a million dollars into speedboats and yachts, determined to become a motorboat champion. She won her first trophy with her first speedboat, named Gwen, after a former girlfriend. She also went on to win the competitive Duke of York's trophy, her attempts to win the Harmsworth Trophy, the most prestigious motorboat prize in the world, proved less fruitful. Despite multiple attempts and multiple custom-made boats, Joe never won. She did, however, earn herself a nickname for her dedication to the sport. Fans knew her as the fastest woman on water. Joe's personal life was a hot topic in tabloids. She was well-known around town for her tattooed arms and masculine fashion. She became even more well-known for the group of on-again, off-again lovers she amassed. The group included the likes of Tallulah Bankhead, Greta Garbo, Marlena Dietrich, and Dolly Wilde, Oscar Wilde's niece. One of Joe's most famous eccentricities was a gift from a former girlfriend, a 12-inch tall doll she named Lord Todd Wadley. She became so attached to the doll, she had custom luxury clothes made for it and added its name to her front door plaque. In 1934, Jo bought herself a private island in the Bahamas for $40,000. On the island, she built Whale Cay, a resort hideaway for her famous array of sometimes friends, sometimes lovers. She set up a power plant, a radio station, a schoolhouse, and even a personal museum on the island. Eventually, she purchased four more islands. Joe's relationship with Whale Kay fell somewhere between owning land and, as Joe herself would later put it, running a country. She gave several friends and staff on the island stipends for life. Most of them were Bahamians who lived there prior to Joe's arrival. While reports of Joe's exploits stressed her financial generosity and focus on local agriculture, her approach was also deemed paternalistic. In 1975, Joe sold Whale K and moved to Florida. In her later years, she recorded monologues of herself on tape, so someone could someday write a biography of her life. She died at the age of 93 in Naples, Florida. She requested to be cremated. And in proper Joe Carstairs fashion, she took Lord Todd Wadley with her. All month we're celebrating Pride. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Jenny. I'm so excited to tell you about a new Wonder Media Network show called Gravity. It's been a year of unthinkable loss and hardship. In light of this comes Gravity, a show about what happens when we look at hardship differently. Host Lucy Kalanithi is a physician, widow, mother, and incredible interviewer who explores life's challenges with guests to frame them differently. In conversation, Lucy and her guests share the wisdom that helped them survive their hardest moments. Gravity is a full-hearted and honest deep dive into everything that's hardship and all its messiness, resilience, and hope. Subscribe and follow Gravity wherever you get your podcasts.